Welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, the world's premier ghost-friendly podcast. I'm your host, Gio, and I am here with my two co-hosts. First, my co-host, Rob. How are you, Rob? Guys, I hope you are having a spooky time out there, but in the best way, uh, because we're learning that a spooky time can also be a fun time. Exactly. And uh, my co-host, Mark, the horse, is back. There you go. How you doing? I'm uh you know, living large and staying in charge. Um, how is the the ghost life for you? Um, you know, prejudice aside and everything, how are you feeling about being a ghost? I realized after many bruises and just carrying those big lunky chains around that Maybe I'm not so much a ghost, maybe more in the specter kind of part of the ghost to mortal spectrum. Like I'm more on the phantom, um, phantasm side of things. He's a phantom. Mark, you're definitely, I would say, you're a phantom. I mean, you're looking very translucent right now. A little bit more on that say. side. But I'm also coming to grips that I'm... I tried. I've, I've just, I've been really focused on it. I can't walk through walls. I know. I, I, I've seen it happen a few times, and I've indulged you in pretending that you walked through the wall when you opened the door, um, and I said, "Oh wow, wow, that's amazing, Mark." But I, I saw it, and and I'm sorry that I indulged you, Mark. I mean, but you're a phantom. Like, look, boo! Oh. Are you guys even scared? You caught me off guard a little bit there. That scared me. I just, I, I didn't, I don't know what to say. I'm a little spooked. Trigger warning to all the listeners there. If you guys got scared, we're sorry. So I got maybe a little bit of ghost in me, but I think everyone has a little bit of ghost in me. So it was a very, very transformative experience. We're all a little bit ghost. Um, <clears throat> there's some bad ghosts out there, though. Well, um, yes. You have first-hand experience of this, Mark? Um, yes. I was at Disneyland, and I was thinking about riding the Haunted Mansion ride. But the line was too long, so I went home and rented on Netflix the Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. And I saw, because Eddie Murphy's a funny comedian, but some of the ghosts in that are not very nice to him and his family. No, the butler's very mean. It's a mean ghost butler. So that's what I'm just kind of learning from movies, from film. Wow. Doing extra research on the side. Mark, I don't know what teacher you're trying to suck up to, but you're doing a great job. You're going to get that A. Thank you. Uh, you know, I try. You know, you just you learn things as you go. Like, 
Well, we got it. We got to get going. This is going to be a lightning round, lightning speed uh, podcast. So let's get started. Um, first of all, first news: Johnny Depp. It's is a Depp step. Right there, boom! You heard it first. We are in the um, award-winning segment, the Depp Step, where we follow the happenings of Johnny Depp. Ooh. So there's a lot of things that's happening. Um, Right now, he is suing his ex-wife, Amber Heard, for $50 million. That's a lot of dollars. That's more more money than I will sadly see in my entire life. Mm. In, in pictures, in, 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 in movies, I've never seen that much money. And he is suing her because he says that she lied about him. So if, if we all remember... He has a, a what do you call it? Kind of been put through the ringer, right? Yeah. Because of us, we, we definitely had something to contribute to that. We made fun of him. We exposed some of the truths, and he was uh, earlier accused of being abusive to his ex-wife, and so that's why they kind of separated. He paid her out seven million dollars in the initial lawsuit. I mean. The significance of seven, guys, right? It's angelic. Now, let's look at the, you know, 50 million. Five, zero, right? Five in a circle. A circle of five points is a pentagram. Mm -hmm. Now, that's 50 right there, if you think about it. So Johnny Depp sues her for $50 million dollars. And he claims to have 87 videos of evidence supporting that she abused him. Mm. Now, this is this is this could all be fake. Who knows? <coughs> but let's look at the numbers. What's eight plus seven? Fifteen. Fifteen. You get an A, Rob. And one plus five. Twelve. Which is divided by two into six. That's there what I mean. That. It's like three steps ahead of you. Exactly. Because I mean, it's a class mark. I mean, I'd say that's a really clever use of the three step method. Yeah. I mean, that's what they teach these days the three step method. Three it's step be method. beautiful math that, that we're doing here. Also, I don't know if you guys heard this. So before these abuse allegations came out, Johnny Depp had completed. He was the titular. The t how do you say that? The title, but titular. Like, yeah, you got titular it. Titular role in Disney's new live-action Dumbo film. He was going to play Dumbo. Depp was going to be Dumbo. Dumbo Depp. Dumbo. Dumbo but Depp. After all these abuse allegations, they had to go in and. They had to get Vin Diesel to be Dumbo. They had to CGI Vin Diesel into Dumbo? Mm -hmm. And you know that, because Tim Burton's directing it, and you know that hurt him. Oh, my because God. Tim Burton and Johnny Depp go together like peanut butter and jelly. Tim Burton or must be in the Like the old lady who lives in the shoe. Oh. Like just those yeah. two. Wow. They just go together. But they like had to get them out of it. So Tim Burton probably was kicking and screaming while directing this movie, and it's coming out. I mean, I think Dumbo's coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. We should look out for some teardrops on the on the film. 
um, in the editing room because Tim Burton, he's a he's a whiny guy, mm-hmm. and he loves his Depp. Sadly, more than probably a lot of people, he still hires him for every movie. Um, you said something earlier, Rob, that uh, before we started filming, that really really hit me. Um, when I said the eighty-seven videos, right? You you asked, well, who filmed them? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but I think that Johnny Depp obviously has his kind of motive, and he has his own production company. Have we talked about this before? Um, his production company is kind of cryptic to say, but I'll say it once. It's called Infinitum Nihil. Infinitum Nihil. Oh. Infinitum Nihil. Oh. It it's some kind of Latin. It's I mean, like only uh, a master spell caster could pronounce such a crazy string of words. Now they are uh, producing movies like Hugo, Dark Shadows, Mordecai, Black Mass. Right? These are all Johnny Depp movies that I'm that I'm naming off, and well, except for Hugo, I think. But everything else, Johnny Depp was in. Think about it this way: If he were Bam Margera, this is like his his live crew that follows him around everywhere. So they obviously are the ones that filmed the eighty-seven videos. That's true. That's there's probably yeah they probably were the ones that filmed it. And when I mean, you look at his like filmography, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, that ghost, Pirates of the Caribbean, had ghosts. Ghost. There's all ghosts. Those, um, the Lone Ranger Lone is Ranger. about a man who is dead mm-hmm. in radio, and they turn him into a movie. They That's a, the ghost of a radio program. The ghost, Sleepy Hollow, that was a ghost. Mm-hmm. A lot of ghost films. You're just mm-hmm. ticking them off one by one. Food for thought. Chocolat. Chocolat. That's, That's food for thought. That's a ghost. It's a ghost. Um, yeah. The Rum Diary, my favorite film. Actually, that is the movie where he met Amber Heard. Really? That's the set where they met. So subconsciously, you're probably in sync with all of this since you were once a ghost, or at least identifying as a ghost. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of just put everybody on watch, right? We thought we defeated Johnny. We were pretty sure we we put him down when the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean decided they weren't going to put him in any more movies. He has more tricks up his sleeve. We're talking about a guy older than time itself, now fighting for his life. And so I just, I don't want to put everyone on watch. Be careful. We don't know what he's going to do next. We don't know what proof or evidence that he's conjured from other alternate realities. But uh, I'm just afraid that he might come out of this, you know, looking better than he did before. Because I thought we put him away for good in the crypt where he deserved to be. I thought he was off the depth end. Exactly. But now, and here's my thoughts on all of this as well: is that regardless what happens, this is what shows you these certain cycles of. Uh, you know, these these ghosts that are being affected, you know, Johnny's hanging around with all these ghosts. He's introducing people to ghosts. I don't think, you know, it is uh, 
to have the picture to see the other, you know, that this is having an effect. These ghosts are haunting people. They're getting scared. You know, maybe she, maybe people are seeing other people as ghosts and it's quite act, making them act violently because they don't know what's going on. Um, so, you know, this is like a very complicated issue where I, there might not be anyone good at the end of the day or necessarily anyone bad. You know, these are people, these are just people being affected by ghosts. We're just all being haunted. We're all little ghosts as, as uh, Mark would, as the horse pointed out. But if you have any ghosts in your family or you know any ghosts, tell them to stay away from Johnny Depp. Just do, you know, be proactive. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like we're, we're all kind of speaking on something very similar. It's the idea that Johnny Depp is a roving haunted house. And that everywhere he goes, ghosts kind of follow him like a magnet. So... If like like Mark was saying, if, if you know a ghost, just tell them to stay away from Johnny because they won't be able to escape the salvage. You know, the salvage scent must be a ghost attracting kind of smell. And in Europe, I mean, it's everywhere. That's why Europe is so haunted. I mean, I just saw one of those signs and that caused me to be haunted by Johnny himself. So uh, it's powerful stuff. I can attest to it myself. It's very interesting, um, all of this about Johnny Depp coming up in 2019. We thought we left him in 2018, but now the significance of this year, the number itself, the nine, um, brings everything into a kind of more doomsday-esque clock-ticking situation that I wasn't prepared for. So um, this is the end of Depp Step. I just wanted to let everyone watch. Just be careful. And until next time, if you have any news, please send us your, your Johnny Depp info, your gossip because we need to learn more about this beast, because he is absolutely more than just a man. More so than... uh, please uh, email us, ghostinthescene at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. So uh, we got one more thing on the docket, and like I said, this is lightning speed. This is like Sonic, the new Sonic movie, or Pikachu. In... I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. It was so fast, it came out, and it's already gone. Yeah. And whenever it comes out again, they're just it, just just for the sake of when it, whenever everyone catches up, they're gonna show it again. Mm -hmm. So not not talking about the Sonic movie because we honestly have no investigation into that. This is just a little. I, I guess this entire episode is kind of a giant warning because this is another big thing that happened. Disney, the Disney Corporation, has now bought and owns Family Guy. And uh, the Simpsons, and fucking every, literally every Fox Whoa. TV show, everything. American Idol. They own uh, everything. They own Fox. The they own the TV show Friends and Seinfeld. Friends. That belongs to them now. Anything that's on FX, that's that's uh, Disney. The Walking Dead. You can now put Bunny. Uh, what do you call it? Some some mouse ears on, on their heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you didn't think that 2019 was the end of the world, uh, if you had some hope for the future, throw that in the garbage. Throw, throw it all in the trash. Um, streaming services, they now have uh, Disney Premium. You know, they have access to Hulu. This, are, this is like, you know, kilobytes. Kilobytes are small. Uh, before this is like 
terabytes streaming at your eyeballs of ghosts. Did they get per second? They didn't get rights to the Shrek movies, did they? I think DreamWorks is still a standstill. Uh, they they have not succumbed to the mouse. So no, the, the the minions are safe. Shrek is safe. Thank God. Um, the fish movie, Fish Tale, that's safe. Or Shark Tale, <laughs> that's definitely safe. Ice Age so, trilogies safe. I, yeah, Ray Romano can rest easy knowing that his his work will never be put in the hands of Walt Disney or Mickey Mouse. The B movie is that safe? Um, no, yeah, the B movie is safe. So, I mean, we're we're just gonna li list off all the DreamWorks movies. They're all safe. Few ants. Uh, um, I mean, it has Woody Allen, so canceled. Not yeah. not safe. Unsafe. Ants has Woody Allen. Yeah, dude, he's the he main ant. He's the main ant. Did he did he direct that movie? I don't. He know. did. He got a bunch of he he bought an ant hill. Wow. And, and filmed it. I rather just stick with a classic, uh, multiple time award winner, Bugs Life. I mean, Ants is good, but that's Disney, Life. Mark. What? That's Pixar a Disney is owned movie. by Disney. That's what we're trying to tell, warn people again. Yeah, but Bugs Life is a great film. We've talked about that before. It won best. That's true. I mean, this is this is where we get. This is why it feels like the end of the world, because even the stuff that's good is not good anymore. I mean, you're still gonna watch Dumbo, right, Rob? I, for research purposes alone, I have to. Well, I'm watching it for Vin. Now, uh, this is the first time I heard that Vin Diesel was gonna be Dumbo, and I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> it's gonna be good. But I mean, maybe this this itself is, is kind of interesting because we're we're kind of getting into something that I never thought we would talk about. We are kind of dis. We are all de facto Disney fans, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like now more than ever. Think about it this way: I have T-shirts of me wearing Peter Griffin and and Brian the dog. You know whose whose leg do I have to hump to get another martini over here? You know, I have a picture of, of me framed just right there behind me, and now that represents Disney. And I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that shirt off, and and I'm not gonna put that that you know uh, era of my life away and give it to the the mouse. I have to accept it, right? We're all kind of Disney fans. I mean, Mark, you look a lot like Woody. Yeah, there's a snake in my boot. Yeah, you look so much like Woody. It's um, it, it's almost like you know god copied the, the you know woody and made you i could not be more excited for toy story 4 really it's gonna you, be great you might be like the first person that i've heard even talk about toy story 4 <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i don't know who who's marketing this movie but they're doing a terrible job you're doing a bad job but once it gets to be the fourth movie in the film it gets a little little uh a little bloated I don't know about that, dude. I mean, you know, l look at the Conjuring movies. They're they're barely at number three, and they're, I mean, skin they're, they're skinny. They're lithe. Well, that's they're, good, but that's because it's not at four. At Conjuring 4, I'm not going to see Conjuring 3. Oh, yeah, baby. I mean, Rocky 4 is obviously the best Rocky film. 
So can't argue with ouch, that. Ouch. Fast and Furious 8 blew, blew me away because it's almost like Infinity. What about Fast and Furious 4? Uh, what is that? That's Fast that's rough. Furious, Yeah, that's Fast and Furious. That's a rough one. <laughs> that's a rough one. Are you going to see the Fast and Furious spinoff? Of course. Idris Elba is is a known ghost uh, sympathizer in in a good way. He uh, he worked with ghosts on the wire. Um, he literally he know he lived for years, literally on a wire, in preparation for the role. Interesting. And so um, he knows all about ghosts and birds, since a lot of birds hang out on wires. He you know the Idris Elba, the Birdman, is what they call him. Oh, I want to get us back on a track about letting our listeners know about what they can do to be safe if we all have to be subjected to watching Disney and we know that they're going to be pumping ghosts through their content, mm. uh, whether they started with ghosts or not. Because a lot of these properties that they have now, you know, like Pixar as an independent company, I don't think they had any intentions of putting ghosts in that film. But now Disney is going to be pumping, it's just, you know, like I said, terabytes of ghosts of course. into your computer. So... How I think what we're going to have to discover is like how do we uh, make amends of that? How do we protect ourselves so that we'd be safe? Because I think you know I don't think the it, we're seeing it's not that there's no ghosts, but we're now ghost friendly. So like how do we be friendly with the insane amount of ghosts that we're going to be facing on a daily basis now? Say hi. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Just there, start there, there. There's a couple things. Obviously, um, extreme amounts of technology and ingenuity is going to have to come into this. And we're going to have to develop a product uh, that will serve the public, that'll make us millionaires in the process yeah. um, to, to figure all this out. And at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, marketable um, goods that we're going to have to sell to people to save their lives. Yes. Um, and so we're going to have to get into the nitty, nitty gritty of packaging and whether we like plastics, if you want to be you know, using recyclables. Um, you know, ghost sensors, uh, battery life, you know, time, half-life, you know, plutonium, uh, uranium, all kinds of stuff that we can get into off-screen. But for the viewers and for the listeners, just listen to our podcast, mm -hmm. listen to everything that we have to say. And also, I would and like to mention, free. yeah, that's, that's free advice. Uh, I, I'd also like to mention that we are now officially a part of a podcast family mm. it is called the spooky pod squad guys the internet provides families for all those in need the ghost aware community is out there and they are uh in numbers that we didn't even imagine and so we are now a part of their family they've That's they've accepted us so uh to the spooky pod squad um uh, listen to their listen to their stuff too they're all cert certified ghost friendly and and certified uh ghost safe so go ahead and listen to them if you want any more information on ghosts definitely um i think we have a lot of investigating to do we have a lot of um research on johnny depp and tim burton and all kinds of stuff so i think next week we're going to start a series on uh, the hollywoods of the world we've been talking about it for a long time and I think it's finally time we we address this this uh, major crisis that we have. So the doomsday clock is ticking, guys. You hear that? That's the sound of a ticking clock. And that's the sound of Mark making a, a noise with his mouth. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so well, the illusion. Yes. <laughs> Stay in the scene, guys. Keep your eyes on those screens. Uh, you know, be ghost friendly. Be Just, ghost friendly. They're going to be there. Say hi. Yeah. If you walk into a cold spot, apologize and say excuse me. Mm-hmm. Just be polite. Yeah, feel a draft. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you there. You're invisible. That kind of thing. Yeah, no problem. No sweat. No sweat. Well, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, take care. We love you.